Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. It's over a year, just over a year, in fact, since I had the incredible privilege of being invited down to Onakura. It was a beautiful September evening earlier in the month... Uh, this time last year, lovely evening, and I went down and I sat in the in the garden in Onakura, uh, and I met some of the residents and their families, and I talked to them about the situation in which they found themselves, where HSE had decided to close Onakura. Now, the plan at that stage was it would be closed by, say, the Jazz Weekend of last year. It's still open. There are eight or nine people still left there. And the campaign to keep it open goes on. HSE has stuck to its guns since day one, insisting that there's no alternative but to close it. It was up again yesterday at the Public Accounts Committee in the Oireachtas. And a number of TDs, not just Cork TDs, a number of TDs and senators got involved in the discussion because it's fair to say, I think, at this stage that public representatives, many, many public representatives, simply do not accept that there was no alternative. But at that PAC meeting yesterday, Paul Reid, uh, the outgoing boss of the HSE, and there were other HSE personnel attending that meeting, but Paul Reid, the outgoing boss of the HSE, was adamant in that he stands over the decision that has been made. We have submitted a number of papers outlining, in my view, the very clear rationale why this centre was not fit for purpose, uh, was not giving people the care that they need. Uh, and that very clearly articulated why we've done it. I stand over it as CEO of the HSE. This was the right thing to do by the CHO in the area. Uh, and it was the right decision that was made to do it. I appreciate that you as elected representatives and your colleagues get representation on it, but let me assure you, our staff uh, and the local management want to give people the right care too. That's what they come to work to do every day. So they had a view, we had a view, and I believe the right decision was made in relation to Onacor. So he's standing very firmly over the decision. Among the representatives who spoke at yesterday's PAC, and it kept coming up, there were other issues, but it kept coming up, over the course of a meeting that lasted a couple of hours. Among those who came back to it was, again, a person we've had on the show a number of times, uh, bearing in mind she's a qualified architect and she has a, a specialty in the architecture of healthcare. So she's been down to Onakura a number of times. She is of the view that you could 
quite feasibly refurbish Onakura, that this idea that there's nothing else to do but, but close it holds no sway with her as an architect. I speak, of course, of Nasa Horrigan of the Green Party, and she contributed yesterday, and she brought up a question that I think has very much become the main question in this discussion. What is really going on? We're way past the building. We're way past the discussion around the quality of the building in Onakura and whether it was in good nick or not. It's perfectly clear from the FOIs that I've received that there was a tacit agreement by the management there and by estates that they were going to run that service into the ground and sell off the site. That is the reality of the decision making. You were going to move residents to substandard premises to shared accommodation, to shared rooms in places very far away from Middleton, very far away from their families, very far away from even a local shop or a community group. And so I want to ask the senior management of the the HSE, do you stand by that decision making? It's been the question that's been asked over and over again, specifically in the last six months or so, NASA, what is really going on here? And you think you know. Morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. <clears throat> yeah, look, I, I think you heard it in that clip and, and thank you for playing it. Is that, and, and I, I know y- you on the show have followed this very faithfully and I, I think, you know, you're you're doing great service there. Um, myself and Councillor Liam Quaid down, with your, down in Cork um, have done a huge amount of PQs and FOIs and in the course of that, I think what we were trying to get at was what is the nature of this completely inexplicable decision because you can say the building is bad but the service was fantastic like people loved living there they lived there for decades and the staff like I went down and visited Onakura and the staff were so sad that it might be closed that they had been there for years and they were friends with the residents and it was such a loving and lovely environment so we generally found it inexplicable and we did all these FOIs and PQ parliamentary questions to find out well what really is happening here and in the heel of the hunt eventually after many many attempts to get certain freedom of information um, releases we found minutes from from 2019 that that showed that the estates had been talking about when we sell this site. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And if you look at, and this is what we suspected, because when you look at the numbers over the last decade, now I'm really mean the last decade. So from 2012 until 2022, now they have a building, you have to put this in context. They have a building that they know is from the 80s, that they know needs a ton of maintenance that they know will need constant kind of care to keep it up to standard and to keep it in line with best practice, but that they also know is the site of fantastic service. Mm. So in that 10 years, they spent less than half a million. So they spent in the region of about 400,000 on this building, really just the bare, bare minimum. And in a, a similar period, they spent nearly 4 million on buildings that would be ward settings so so much more kind of medicalized mm. settings much more kind of you know y- y- you're on a ward and you're ex- you know you're kind of in a medical setting whereas Onakura felt like home Do you know like it felt it felt like a home um and uh, when you look at those numbers the numbers don't lie the money never lies and that's why public accounts is so important the money doesn't lie so when i said there that you made a decision to run this service into the ground. I meant that. You you can say that the building isn't right now, but that's because you spent 10 years actively underfunding that building so that you could then say, oh, it's not fit for purpose, we're going to close it down. And we all know that a site right in the middle of a town like Middleton would be very, very valuable. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I put it to them yesterday, that, that there, there, there is an underfunding plan here so that they can realise the, the value of that site. And um, in fairness, um, Deputy James O'Connor was on the, the, the session too, mm-hmm. and he put it to them after my bit, you know, that he had been advised, I think he said in private, that the site wouldn't be sold by the HSE or by the mental health services. And in the Public Accounts Committee, on the record, they would give him no such assurance. They wouldn't They wouldn't commit to holding on to the site. So there's that whole aspect. And I, I stand by the, the fact that the money doesn't lie. But also, and I put it to Mr. Paul Reid yesterday, there is absolutely no clinical oversight to the decision to close Onakura. There's nothing on, there's no minutes so he's, he, he, he was... Uh, yeah, I, I so was just go back him, over know. a question that's been asked and answered previously. And I, I know that the HSE w- would, if they were here and represented, say there is no alternative. They've stuck by that from day one and they continue to stick by it. But has there been a single medical or clinical recommendation to close it? There is nothing on the record that we can find. And, and Mr. Reid said took great... Uh, you know, not offence maybe, but he, he, he had no truck with my description of them moving people around, you know, into different buildings. Because, you know, we, we were discussing Onakura, we were discussing Garnish House and St. Stephen's. And I said to him, you're moving people around like they're chess pieces on a board. You have no kind of engagement with the clinical impact of, of this on very vulnerable people, the uncertainty and the change that you're bringing into their lives. And he, he took great... Um, you know, he, he he didn't accept that. But the reality is that, you know, you, you can, you, you, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. They've underfunded that building and they have, they have kind of created a situation where the, the building is now, you know, very difficult and will be more expensive to yeah. fix. But if they had been maintaining it since 2012, that wouldn't be a reality. And so we can't just come to the decision, you know, in September 2022 and say, oh, sure, look, this is a fait accompli. This is just where we find ourselves. 
This is a series of decisions over a decade and the HSE have to take responsibility for that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where it's going to go, NASA. I know that when we got on board with this in July last summer, we said we'd stay with it till the bitter end, whatever that bitter end is. So we intend to do I, that. I, I, uh, well, it's not over. <laughs> I think you can probably hear how frustrated I am. And, you know, myself and Liam Quaid have been working on this for over a year now, like mm. yourselves. And what I would say is there are there are there is still road to run on this. Okay. I would very much like and I'm looking forward to seeing in the Public Accounts Committee, the Mental Health Commission come in and explain why they're ver- perfectly happy for the HSE to use their reports on buildings to effectively close services. OK. All right, Nessa. Thank you very much. Nessa Harrigan, a Green Party TD and a qualified architect specialising in the architecture of healthcare. And I should always remind you as well, Liam Quaid, who she mentioned there, who was the one who originally brought this to our attention back in July of 2021. Liam Quaid is also a psychologist. So he has a fair handle on mental health and treatment of mental health issues and NASA has a handle on buildings. Courts 96 FM 